Hola amigos, I hope you all are doing well. I am risking being a small talker here, but the weather is really nice and finally I can roam around the city without any woolens or a kilo of cold cream. Oh, how I love the sun. Okay, enough of this weather fanaticism. I have some news for you all. It's not really news per se. It's more of a life update. I would have written a blog on Fuja for you all to read, but a podcast seems like a much better option. I mean, isn't it more personal? Anyway, enough with the digressions. Fasten your seat belts. The Zia News Express is going to take off. Yeah, yeah. I know not all the trains have seat belts, but why not fasten them anyway? My storytelling abilities might give you folks a mini shot. It all started with that job. I was upset because of not landing that job I had been dreaming about for 5 years. And once I had gone through the five stages of grief, I was finally at peace with it. I had accepted that I would not get that job, but I also had decided that my fate was in my hands. I don't know if you read the blog I wrote in Fuja. If you have, you will know that I had decided to take charge of my life. and do whatever it takes to get a job that would make me feel alive i had to find my purpose and it was high time so i rewrote my resume this time with better borders and a clearer picture and took it upon myself to do a job hunt i knew that the economy wasn't exactly swelling and i would need to be patient but when i had waited for a month without hearing from any of the companies i had applied to i had almost given hope But life was good. I think it was going good. Also, do you remember Spurge from my previous episodes? Well, he told me on our trip to Hampi that he loved me, and from that day we became lovers, become best friends. Spurge had taught me a thing or two about cameras in the last few months, and when he asked me to join his project as a content or creative intern, I could not refuse him. What else did I need? I was working with my boyfriend. Oh wait. This is not important. I was working. Yeah, that's what matters. Though I had moved on from my dream job, there was a little something inside me that would constantly nag me to try once more. I did not have a reason to try with my well-paying job and all, but when one day after a long bath I looked into the mirror to brush my hair. I could not recognize myself. It was in that mental state that I wrote an elaborate email to the HR department of that company that sent me a rejection letter a few months back, killing my dream. I knew I was being immature and was fixating on this job in an almost unhealthy fashion. But how could I just sit like that, wondering what would happen if I had taken that leap? And what is the worst that could happen? They would think that I was a stalker. Why would they even remember me? They had said they didn't like my skill set. It was only logical that they would have forgotten about me. Sparsh and I had plans to visit Kolkata for a themed photo shoot on post-colonial India a few days later. A second trip together. By the way, this time my parents were excited too. I forgot to tell you. but they invited Sparsh over for dinner you know when i told them about us and they were glad to meet the person who had brought such happiness into their daughter's life 
It was a nice night with a lot of monopoly and pictionary and by the time Sparsh left, my parents had this oh what a wonderful boy look in their eyes. My parents can be pretty typical I tell you. But yeah, they're cute. So they were happy about this work trip and so was I. It was one busy week. Sparsh's schedule was crammed with thousands of photos and mine with Tagore's and Fanon's essays. It might have been tedious, but Sparsh and his impromptu jamming sessions and elaborate date nights kept me sane. I was so busy that I forgot to check my personal email for five days and when I finally got some time alone to breathe in peace, I decided to go through all the missed notifications and messages. Trapped in the cemetery Three random emails from our regional confectionery store, cafes and pharmacy was the one email that made me go numb for a minute. It was from that company. I had wanted to hear from them but not here. I was sure that they would reject my application and ask me not to contact them unless there was a vacancy. What would I do without my pillow? I couldn't sulk in Kolkata, especially not when I was on a work trip at Sparsh. I decided not to open that mail, but the little nagging voice that somehow overpowered me every time became so loud that I had to get up at 3 in the morning and read the email. It would be okay, Spursh was here, he would hold me and let me cry. Who needs a pillow and a dark room for crying anyway? Thinking of all the substitute methods to grieve in my absence of my room, I opened my laptop. The mail read, Dear Ms. Zia, we are happy to inform you that you have been selected for the role of creative producer in our company. Let us know of a suitable time for an interview. I got the job. The world came to a standstill. I wanted to rush to Sparsh's room and knock him off his bed and dance, but it was 3.15. He would have killed me. The next morning, when I woke him up at 7, yes, I couldn't sleep the entire night, and told him he couldn't believe it. We had the best breakfast of our lives and went to a club the next evening to celebrate. We were having fun till I told him about my posting and my insecurities. I would have to move to Singapore for the job and I had no friends there. But I was ready for the adventure. As I was blabbering, I noticed Sparsh getting uncomfortable and the reality of the situation struck me. Taking up the job would mean leaving Sparsh and my perfect relationship with him behind. Though Spursh didn't ask for a conversation that night, I knew I would have to choose. I had suffered for months after that rejection and now that I was getting the one thing that I had dreamt of my entire life, I would have to leave behind the person who had picked me up piece by piece and had taught me how to laugh again. Life is unfair, they say, but this was brutal. No one had warned me about it. I was at a crossroad. We had a talk after a few weeks later. He was happy and did not even ask me once to let go of this job. What had I done to deserve him? I, on the other hand, was thinking about myself and the job. I wanted to be with him, but would I ever be happy with myself if I chose him over the job? Did I not judge those women who risked their careers for their spouses or boyfriends? As a kid, like, yeah. And what if I started resenting him sometime later? Everything seemed right and everything seemed wrong. My life was suddenly akin to the world famous trolley problem. 
But I had always thought about the trolley problem. Hypothetically, this was real. Making a choice was killing me. You would think that it was a simple decision. I could be the ambitious woman and build an empire and maybe find love later in life. But if you had met Sparsh, you would know that men like this don't cross your path often. What if I was jeopardizing my only chance at love by taking up the offer? If you think that I could ask Sparsh to wait for me to come back or urge him to find a job in Singapore, I could not do this to him. He never wanted to move out of the country and I could not ask him to wait for me. That would have been unfair to him. And my friend had once told me that no one can have everything and this is what was echoing through my empty heart. By the way, do you realize that I am talking about Sparish in past tense? Yeah. We've officially broken up but he's insisting to work on the long distance relationship. He's too nice a human to be true and I have promised myself to not fall for anyone till I get transferred to India. This promise is no biggie. Bella had said and I reiterate, I am unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. There's no chance that I will even look out for anyone. How can I even? Duh. As I am sitting at the airport right now typing this episode on my laptop ferociously so that I do not forget to tell you my story, I am not thinking of my new job or my new apartment or all the fun and adventure I will have in this new chapter of my life. I am thinking of Sparsh and how I will hug him tight the day I come back for the holidays. We might not even be together anymore, but who said we couldn't stay best friends and still love each other? I have made my choice. I have kept them both, my opportunity and my love. I know it is almost impossible that everything will work out the way I want it to, but how can I not even try? Didn't I ask everyone to take charge of their lives? Having said that, I have come to realize one thing in this ordeal. Both the choices are always correct. Career is important and so is love. What one chooses is totally their decision and no matter what they do, they should not be judged. They should not be judged for being just a wife or a girlfriend who chose men over their dreams. And they should also not be judged for being ambitious and sacrificing their love or a family life to have a career. What one does is their choice and many people do not have the option of choosing both. No matter what, as long as they are fine with their decisions, it's okay. And on this almost pretty note, I will end today's episode. By the way, I have found a new mantra in life, sharing it here before I take your leave. Be yourself and do what you want to. Live, love and dream. Goodbye folks. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye.